The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Hey, it's uh, 205 on this Tuesday afternoon and a gorgeous Tuesday afternoon finally in the city of Champions. That cold weather finally breaking. Get out and enjoy it while you can. Uh, Andrew is away this week. If you've been following him on Twitter, you know he's been up to a lot of trouble down in Mexico. We'll check in with him around 445 for an update on what he is calling Noodlegate 2. Oh, my goodness, you guys. Um, so we'll check in with that. We're also going to talk uh, with uh, Grant Fedorik, physiotherapist from uh, Leading Edge Physiotherapy for our monthly segment on Fit After 40. So we'll talk to him at 3 o'clock, 3.30, 3.35-ish. I uh, want to touch on that uh, Elvis special you might have watched on Sunday night. Uh, interesting and, and just kind of ended up with uh, some questions uh, about his legacy. Eric Elper, musicologist, uh, will be joining us at that time plus we'll touch on the convoy that's made its way to ottawa today and boy oh boy what a just ding dong day it's been in ottawa to be honest with you um all of a sudden the story isn't necessarily a gerald butts anymore it is back the focus heavily on uh former justice minister jody wilson raybold um in the last hour hour and a half things have been changing very very quickly there as you heard eileen say during the news more twists and turns today. Um, Jody Raybould Wilson has been invited, uh, or Jody Wilson Raybould has been invited to appear before the Commons Justice Committee. Uh, last week, the Liberal-dominated committee agreed to study allegations that the PMO's office uh, pressured Wilson Raybould to help SNC avoid criminal prosecution on charges related to dealings in Libya. But it had originally declined to have her appear. The NDP and Conservatives called on the PM to waive solicitor-client privilege to allow her to speak freely about the allegations. She told reporters just a short time ago today that she is still consulting with her lawyers about what she can say and what she cannot. I uh, am still consulting with my legal counsel as I think uh, people can appreciate or should appreciate the um, rules and laws around privilege, around confidentiality, around my responsibility as a member of parliament, my ethical and professional responsibilities as a lawyer are layered and incredibly complicated. So I'm still working with my lawyer. That was Jody Wilson-Raybould speaking a short time ago, just after she had come out of uh, a meeting uh, with uh, Cabinet. She took her spot back in the House of Commons, the Prime Minister's office, saying she is not back in Cabinet, but she is sitting, or she was sitting, a short time ago in the front row among Cabinet. Um, she sat there and watched as the Prime Minister was getting peppered with questions about all of this. Uh, joining us to talk a little bit more to explore what has happened in the last uh, couple of hours really is Dr. Julian Castro-Rea, who is a political scientist and associate professor at the University of Alberta, specializing in conservatism in North America, Canadian federalism, and regionalism. Dr. Castro-Rea, thanks for joining joining us this afternoon. My pleasure. Thanks well, for inviting me. Now, let's, yeah, I mean, you've been watching this over the past 90 minutes, two hours. What's going through your mind about the developments that have just uh, shook down? Well, the first thing that, that sticks out is how uh, former uh, Minister of Justice J Jody Wilson-Raybould has been able to uh, keep the high moral ground in all this story because at the same time she uh, uh, showed uh, her integrity in the sense that she uh, sort of wasn't, able, uh, wasn't willing to buy into this uh, 
uh, undue pressure, political pressure on the, the process of justice regarding Essencelle uh, Avalin. And on the other hand, uh, she has kept loyal to the liberal brand mm -hmm. and uh, to the point where she's been uh, recalled apparently to the caucus and, and, and perhaps to the cabinet uh, uh, itself. You know, Doctor, she said that she is uh, still a liberal. She is sitting with the liberals today. So that's sending a very strong message, isn't it? I know, especially the day after when the, the, the this main... Uh, Machiavelli, the main uh, political <laughs> advisor to uh, Prime Minister Trudeau, Gerald Butts, uh, resigned, uh, uh, presumably forced to resign. Uh, and uh, we, we, we read between the lines, it is because it was through him that this undue political pressure uh, uh, was attempted to be made uh, to former uh, Minister of Justice. So do you believe that Butts' resignation was kind of the, the price of solidarity in the, in the government? Is it, was it the price that uh, someone had to pay to get things moving along? And, and I'm suspecting for the Liberal government uh, wanting to, you know, uh, maybe sweep this a little bit under the carpet, if it can be. I believe so, yes, because after all, Gerald Butts uh, was not an elected uh, official, and uh, Jody Wilson-Raybould uh, is. Uh, so, so the political weight uh, of hers is uh, way more important than uh, whatever kind of uh, loyalty or, or trust uh, uh, Gerald Butts can command from uh, uh, um, Prime Minister Trudeau. So, uh, yes, I believe that it, it is one condition or maybe uh, uh, one step uh, towards reconciliation within the Liberal Party to bring back uh, uh, Jody Wilson-Rabel before it's too late and before she starts speaking out and making things clear. Uh, what is troubling, though, for, for the Liberals is that now she, she has been called by this uh, mm -hmm. Commons uh, uh, Justice Committee, uh, so she will need to uh, disclose some of the information that the Liberals would like to keep secret uh, because she will be under, under you know, uh, she, she will have to, to make sworn statements, uh, sworn, um, um, uh, you know, declarations. But yeah, as it stands right now, um, that uh, client confidentiality hasn't been waived, right? So, or or will it matter when it comes to that point? Because it, as far as I understand, as long as un, until that is waived, uh, she can't speak necessarily about what has happened. No, and uh, if, if she does, she is not only uh, liable uh, of, of uh, persecution, but also she would be, you know, immediately barred for many further. Mm -hmm position within the Liberal Party and within the current government, for sure. And Dr. Julian Castro-Rea joining us this afternoon from the University of Alberta as we're talking about these uh, really last-minute developments that have been happening in the SNC-Lavalin um, affair uh, at, at, on Parliament Hill today. It's been a busy, busy day there. Um, Dr. Castro-Rea, you talked about, uh, Rea, you, you, you talked about uh, reconciliation and, and we had touched on um, maybe this was the price of solidarity in the government that maybe there's a little more you talk about loyalty uh, having her back in uh, in the fold you talk about uh, Gerald Butts and and his loyalty to the Prime Minister um, you know, it's fascinating when you look back at at uh, how close uh, Butts and the Prime Minister are and how important Butts has been to Trudeau um, what does that say to you about Trudeau being willing to let really his best friend and uh, his his chief advisor, you know, fall on the sword here. Well, uh, Gerald Butts is not only uh, uh, an advisor to to Mr. Trudeau, but also 
uh, are confident. Uh, they, they're being friends for well since their years uh, uh, in, in college. So it uh, uh, goes a, a long way. Uh, the, 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 the level of trust, the level of of um, a complicity, if you will, uh, be, between mm-hmm. these two people. So, so the, the fact that uh, uh, Trudeau accepted his resignation is telling all, telling us a lot how er, er, uh, urgent it is for the liberals to, to you know to put a lid on this on this scandal uh, because uh, uh, we can we can easily say that it was a, a God-given gift to, to the Tories um, <laughs> now they, when they were looking for for a major theme for the, the upcoming elections this year. Uh, and I say so because of this uh, uh, current uh, scandal is, is sort of uh, recalling uh, what brought the Liberals down in 2005, mm-hmm. the, the, the so-called sponsorship scandal, where um, allegations of, of corruption, of, of uh, handouts uh, to, to Quebec to buy, you know, this uh, vote-rich province uh, uh, willingness to vote for the Liberals was, uh, were, were made, and, and some of them were proven in court. So if this undue uh, political pressure that uh, the Liberals attempted to, to uh, do against, uh, uh, to, to favor uh, SNC-Lavalin uh, might become a, 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 a sponsorship scandal redux, mm-hmm. and that could be the, the major theme of the campaign and, you know, the 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 fate of the liberal you know um recent polling um that was just done by ipsos has 49 percent of canadians watching this uh scandal very very closely and in the last uh just recently liberal uh support has dropped four points uh, according to ipsos to 34 percent uh andrew Scheer, uh, up to up up by two points with a lead of about 36 percent i'm curious to know what you think uh of um andrew Scheer's handling of this how how do you think that um, he has handled um, this over the past, you know, week with him, you know, speaking to the prime minister, calling for, um, you know, calls of, of letting her speak? How do you think that he has been on this case? Well, quite, quite well so far, but this is not the end of the story. This is just beginning. I believe that the, the, the details of the story will unfold uh, uh, over the coming weeks and months. And that might become, if the liberals are not cautious enough, the major theme of the uh, fall campaign. And uh, so, so uh, it, uh, now it is up to, to the Tories to take full advantage mm-hmm. of this, uh, of this uh, opportunity that, as I said, is presented uh, uh, by, by, by the liberals. It's this self-inflicted wound that the liberals <laughs> are, are making, uh, only uh, uh, attempting you know, to, to win the graces of, of Quebec but that might, might uh, uh, heavily backfire on them. Doctor, I think it's fair to say that um, Jody Wilson-Raybould has a huge leverage over Prime Minister Trudeau right now, and what she says and does could have a huge impact on his future and that of uh, the, the Liberal government uh, as a whole. Um, would you agree with that statement? Of course, of yeah. course I do. And uh, 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 she's, she's a very smart woman, and uh, she's also become... Uh, in the, uh, at, at the at the very least in the social networks, the champion of you know indigenous rightness, mm-hmm. righteousness, and uh, I believe she's going to take full advantage of that leverage to 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 set the record right, uh, to to save her, her her reputation for sure, but also to to try to uh, the, the inflict the least damage possible on the liberal brand if her conditions are met. 
And what else, you know, you talk about those conditions. Um, I, I've seen speculation, certainly on a lot of social media sites this afternoon, that the that she'll be wanting more. Could you, you know, guess at what that more might be? Well, I believe that at this point in time, full disclosure is the least thing uh, we can expect. And, and of course, you know, uh, the, the, the prosecution to this uh, engineering company mm-hmm. to, to continue and, uh, you know, to, to go to its uh, completion. So the people, uh, uh, the, the public, the, the public opinion uh, can see that the government is serious about letting justice uh, uh, work instead of trying to interfere with it. So at this point, it's the only uh, um, kind of uh, way to save face that I, that mm-hmm. I can see uh, for, uh, from the point of view of the Liberals. Do you believe that uh, the Prime Minister and Wilson-Raybould will come to some agreement on a, a common line um, talking points before she appears um, to give any testimony? I, I think so. Uh, they, they are working on that, and uh, they are both interested in, in, in reaching a, uh, some type of agreement. Because as, as I uh, discussed a moment ago, the fate of the Liberals mm-hmm. might be at stake. Mm-hmm. Interesting. And just going back to uh, Gerald Butts uh, for a moment, um, there was some talk as as well now, now that he's out, now that he has resigned. I mean, the big thing there is, you know, he kept saying that he did absolutely nothing wrong, that he stands by it, all, all of that. So when you look at it, you know, when she goes to speak, you know, how is this going to play? Is it going to be, okay, well, the Globe and Mail report was wrong, or was it that Butts is lying? I don't think so, because what else can he say? He, he, he can all, all, only, you know, repeat that he's, he's done everything right, that mm. he resigned because uh, the Prime Minister asked him to do so. But uh, it, it is uh, unavoidable to make the connections, to, 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 to connect the dots and, and see that the resignation was actually asked for. Uh, because he is involved somehow in this very touchy mm-hmm. issue uh, regarding a former uh, a minister of justice. Otherwise, he would leave. Mm-hmm. I mean, there is no compelling reason to leave at this point when he is badly needed to strategize for the, the upcoming elections. Let's not forget that he was the main brain yeah. in the 2015 election, and, uh, you know, Trudeau could use some of that help again. Do you think, though, that uh, even though that he's gone, that uh, he could still help guide guide um, this next election campaign for the prime minister from uh, maybe from far away, maybe from just being on, on the other end of the phone, not in the office? Could well be, but uh, now his name has become toxic, yeah. so he has to do that job uh, hiding from the public side. So I, I don't see how he could do that, you know, especially regarding the press that is always following the prime minister and uh, and uh, his surroundings. I don't I don't see how he would be able to pull out that you know, double uh, role of, of being mm. apart and inside at the same time. Well, it's going to be fascinating to see what uh, unfolds over the next couple of days. Boy, oh boy, it was, uh, it's been a wild couple of hours already. Uh, Dr. Castorea, thank you so much for joining us this afternoon. Thank you for calling me and uh, let's uh, keep following the event. Absolutely. We'll look forward to talking to you again. It's 2.20 on the 6.30 Chet Afternoon News. Dr. Julian Castorea from the University of Alberta joining us this afternoon and on the SNC-Lavalin front on
on the actual um, court case, wanted to let you know that a judge has thrown out fraud and bribery charges against a former SNC-Lavalin executive today after concluding delays in his trial had become unreasonable. This just came down uh, just over an hour ago. A judge in Quebec made the decision ending the prosecution of Stéphane Roy. Uh, He was facing charges of fraud over $5,000 and bribing a foreign public official in connection with the companies dealing with the regime of the late Libyan dictator Muammar Gaddafi. Now, of course... The case stemmed from the same RCMP investigation that has led to the charges against the company. Those charges fueling the controversy in Ottawa that we were just talking about. Uh, Roy, by the way, was charged in 2014. His trial was scheduled to begin at the end of May. His defense successfully invoked the Supreme Court of Canada's 2016 Jordan decision, decision that sets time limits on criminal proceedings. We'll keep you updated on that one. Your thoughts, let me know at 6.30, 6.30. 226 on the 630 Chad afternoon news. A shortened show today, uh, 5.30, the City Ford Face-Off show gets underway. Your Edmonton Oilers in action. The puck drops at 7 o'clock uh, tonight. Uh, Trucker Dave says, hey, Jay Lynn, this whole scandal business is getting old. I'm not impressed by these spineless political players and their games. And this one says, hey, that's some interesting polling numbers there, Jay Lynn. Yeah, and I'll tell you a little bit more about them here. So it was a new poll provided exclusively to Global News, um, and it found that the SNC-Lavalin scandal is costing the Trudeau government political support. Um, Global News chief political correspondent David Aiken says the hemorrhaging began with Jody Wilson-Raybould's resignation from Cabinet. Take a listen to the numbers. The Trudeau government is in the midst of one of its worst crises since taking office in 2015. The government stands accused of trying to pressure former Justice Minister Jody Wilson-Raybould to intervene in a criminal court case involving Montreal engineering giant SNC. Polster Ipsos says just about half or 49% of Canadians say they've been watching this issue closely and many do not like what they see. Liberal support has dropped four points since December to 34% of decided and leaning voters. Andrew Scheer's Conservatives have jumped two points and now lead with 36%. Jugmeet Singh's NDP continue to languish at 17%. All of that makes the chances of Trudeau's re-election this fall far less certain than it seemed even a month ago. David Aiken, Global News, Ottawa. Again, David Aiken in Ottawa this afternoon. Um, if you've been wondering and trying to keep update, updated on what is going on with uh, this whole affair today, uh, follow his Twitter feed. Um, uh, lots of good stuff on there. Um, earlier today, we were talking uh, with Dr. Julian Castro Rea um, about uh, what is uh, happening. We've talked about uh, Andrew Scheer and the Conservatives and how really this was almost a, 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 a gift wrapped with a big, beautiful bow tie on it for them, something that they could certainly capitalize on at the latest numbers, seeming to show that they are doing some of that today. This morning, Andrew Shear was on with Ryan Jesperson saying it's time that we have to uh, let Jody Wilson-Raybould speak. Someone asked me today, uh, you know, isn't this just a case of he said, she said, because uh, Justin Trudeau is denying uh, the allegations. And I said, well, it's not really a he said, she said, it's a he said, and then he said what she said, because all we have to go on is 
Trudeau's word for it. He's refusing to let her speak. Clearly something happened. You know, you don't, you could just go back and look at the chronology of events. SNC-Lavalin lobbies for a special deal uh, and they get it. But an independent judicial officer, the director of public prosecutions, determines that they did not qualify because of uh, various factors. So they go to work and start lobbying people in the prime minister's office. At some point, communication seems to have been made to Jody Wilson-Raybould that that led her to uh, to take you know to to feel uh, that, uh, that that something inappropriate was going on. Uh, she then gets fired when she refuses to, uh, to seemingly because she refused to, to change her position. Uh, and now uh, Gerald Butts has just resigned. So these are not the types of things that happen when there's nothing to see here, folks. And Trudeau's tried to get us to take him at his word before, and we found out that uh, you know he did in fact break previous ethics rules. So we want him to do the right thing. Let Jody Wilson Rabel speak for herself. And Andrew uh, Scheer just saying that he remains skeptical, skeptical despite word that the Commons Justice Committee will now invite uh, the former Justice Minister to speak about the scandal. Eileen Bell has the latest coming up. Global News at 2.30. Good afternoon. I'm Eileen Bell. The Alberta government has reached an agreement with CP and CN Rail to invest the 6.30 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad.